Good morning on this Monday morning. I want to welcome you to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday, continuing and talking about in the Spirit. We can also change or substitute the word and find that it's perfectly all right, and that is in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is the Holy Spirit. There is no difference, except just the, the name that they use. So, if we were to look at this, it says, <clears throat> in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, For the kingdom of God is not in meat and in drink, but in righteousness, in peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So basically, it's saying that our righteousness, our peace, and our joy is in the Holy Ghost. Just like in Jude chapter, well, it's only got one chapter, verse uh, uh, 20 uh, plus, that the apostle, <clears throat> or Jude says, that uh, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Or in the Spirit. So we continue to study and open up this thought of two worlds. The world of the natural, the world of the Spirit. The world of the visible, the world of the invisible. The world of the temporal and the world of the eternal. And the more we are conscious through God's Word and through the Holy Spirit, of those things that are eternal, those things that are invisible, those things that are permanent like the Word of God, the more we begin to be conscious of the realm of the Spirit. And the Scripture says, in the book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 5, And when Silas and Timothy, or Timothy were come, from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the Spirit. Remember Jesus yesterday groaned in the Spirit two times while he was at the tomb of Lazarus. And it says, uh, and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. Once again, when Silas and Timothy were come to Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the Spirit. See, Jesus was pressed with the crowd all around him and one woman touching him. But see, this wasn't something physical. This was something in the Spirit. Something was, and I'm going to use the word very carefully, something was pressing against his Spirit or he was able to sense that there was something in the Spirit Something that was to hold together. Something that was to compress. Uh, something that was compelling and perplexing him. Something was preoccupying his spirit. And it constrained him to, to, to keep in. To, to press on. So, Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ, or the Christ. Then it says in chapter 18, in verse 25, 
talking about not just Paul, but now we have someone else. And it says, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the Spirit. So this time it's not the joy of the Holy Spirit, but it is being fervent. And the word fervent there is to be hot, literally to boil, whether it's of liquids or something that glows uh, as solids. In other words, to be fervent is to be earnest. And of course, we've heard that before. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit. Well, we may say, well, that was just for the apostles, pastor. You know, that's not for us today. But we'll see from the book of Romans exactly what it says using the same terminology. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And of course, you know, we're talking about Apollos. And then it says, <clears throat> in the book of Romans, in chapter 12, verse 11, Be not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So now... Whether it's in prayer or whether it's the work that we're doing for the Lord, it wasn't just Apollos that was fervent in the Spirit. And this was even before the baptism of the Holy Spirit in his life. This was just with the baptism of John. The scripture says, not being lazy in business, not being lazy in the things of the Lord. But being fervent in the Spirit, being hot, being literally boiling hot, to glow, literally serving the Lord. And sometimes the work that many people do for the Lord is half-hearted. Their heart is not in it. They're doing it because they have to, because it's an obligation. But to be fervent in Spirit is very important for us. In fact, this involves part of what we will be judged for. In one parable, Jesus judges an individual for being lazy and not doing anything with the, the, the talent that he was given, uh, but instead he had buried it in the ground. Jesus reprimanded an entire church in the book of Revelation, in chapter 3, in verse 15 and 16. It says, I know your works. That you are neither cold nor hot. I would rather that you would be cold or that you would be hot. So then because, in verse 16, because you are lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Or we could put it this way. Because you're neither cold nor fervent in spirit. Then I will spit you out. And then it says in the book of uh, Acts chapter 19 verse 21. After these things were ended. Paul purposed in the spirit. Notice the continual use. Of this term. In actions that are being done. For the work of God. Or for God. Or being moved upon God in their lives. And it says, after these things were ended, Paul purposed in the spirit, 
when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also go to see Rome. And then in chapter 20, verse 22, it says, And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things which shall befall me there. And then it says in chapter 22 of the book of Acts, verse 17, And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance. Now this was the, the apostle talking about what had happened to him. And the word there, in a trance, basically, it's a state of being. Uh, it, 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 the word actually means, literally, I was in a displacement. I was in a displacement, uh, in a state of ecstasy, uh, amazement, or astonishment. In other words, he was in the spirit in such a way that he was able to have and see this vision that he saw. So, as we ponder and consider the things that we have heard, many things are done in the Spirit, whether purposing, groaning, sighing, uh, being pressed, etc., 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 because these individuals were conscious of the state they were in when it came to the Holy Spirit. Let's pray to God that we can find ourselves in the same also. Till we see you again on Tuesday, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name.